five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. We're good. Okay, so welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. Uh, this is the podcast where my co-host and I uh, get together and listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. We get together at a podcast host, and this week we are here at Fretboard in Blue Ash, and we thank you, Fretboard, for inviting us. And yes, Woo! they invited us. They, they actually wanted us to be here, so blame them, not us. So we hope there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts. So far, so good. However, some of them are in the audience, and so we may get some consequences. Uh, I am Marco. I am a taproom manager uh, locally. Thank you. And that other voice that you heard uh, a few moments ago is who I'm going to introduce now. She is the best co-host in Podcastlandia. And I am Julia, and I am a drinker of all the craft beer here in the Cincinnati area, and I also like to write parodies about, uh, for songs about beers for the higher gravity beer vent season, which is coming up really, really soon. So buy your beer vent calendars at higher gravity. Yes, thank you. So uh, thank you to everyone who's here, uh, whether you knew you were going to be involved in this or not. <laughs> Truly appreciate you being here and supporting us. And uh, to, as we get towards the end of what we're doing, we'll let you know how to, uh, if you like what you hear, how to follow and uh, sub, uh, support and all of that stuff. So, uh, Julia, did you want to give the fretboard audience here a little rundown of uh, Truth Bear Pod? A little expansion on what I just said as an intro. Sure, absolutely. We had the idea to start talking about Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcasts because there are so many of them anymore, and it takes a lot of time to listen to six, seven, eight-plus hours of podcasts a week, so we figure, why not recap them, but put our own spin on the truth, give you a little, did they really say that, leave some of the questions from the podcast unanswered, and hopefully drive you to listen to their shows because when they can create more content, we can create more content. That's exactly it. And Julia and I, uh, I we, we had this idea. I reached out to Julia uh, via a chat on one of the uh, Cincinnati craft beer sort of interactions. And we've got a, a podcast now for over a year. Yeah. So And we're having fun, so we're going to keep doing it. The, the gist of it is like we said, right? So any week, there could be anywhere from one to 12 Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts. And we uh, would not be a good craft beer podcast if we were not drinking craft beer. So, mm-hmm. ladies first, Julia, what are you drinking? I am drinking Fredboard's El Jefe Hefeweizen, the blueberry variant. And it is quite tasty. Ah, okay. How Very good. How about you? I am drinking acoustic. So uh, went light because uh, there's quite a few podcasts <laughs> we need to talk about. And so that I am probably going to have quite a few beers. It's true. So speaking of the podcast that we have to recap tonight, we have, and I'm going to make sure that you've listened to all these as well. Go we ahead. Hustle and Brews. Yes. All right. We have Shift Beers. Yes. All right. We have Cincy Brewcast. Yes. We have the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast. I did. And we have the Craft Parenting podcast. I listened to that as well. Awesome. We tend to finish up our shows with Cincy Brewcast and Shift Beers, so I think we're going to stick with that trend. So what do you say we start with Hustle and Brews, because the host of that show, Matt Damaris, he's also part of the Bruce Traveler Outcast podcast. Yeah. So we can kind of wrap those two up together. Yeah, we can do that. Right. And I'm sure Matt would be here. Uh, but he's so ingrained as part of the craft beer community, he's actually pouring beers at Narrow Path tonight. Yes, he is. How Shout about that? Shout out to Narrow Path and to Matt. All right, so Hustle and Brews, episode 20, Rose Lawn Pharmacy, with Jason Dorsey, who is the owner and head, I almost said philanthropist, but that wouldn't be quite right. Pharmacist. Pharmacist, same difference, close enough. <laughs> Starting off on a great note here. Uh, and they did the show at Nine Giants Fermentorium, 
and Chanel, Matt's wife, was there as well because they have been friends with Jason for eons, decades and decades. Across the decades. <laughs> he is actually one of the very first non-entrepreneurs that Matt's interviewed for the show, which I thought was pretty cool. And yeah. during, go ahead. No, it is pretty cool. Uh, it, as they go in to talk about how the, the owner of, of, of this pharmacy uh, became an entrepreneur, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't his path. A lot of the people, if you've listened to Hustle and Brews, I mean, okay, so let's go back. You, you did say that that's what he does. He, he talks to entrepreneurs. Well, mm-hmm. most of them have in some way, shape, or form this, this spark, this entre- entrepreneurial uh, thing, whether it be through mentorship or uh, just a, a really love of, of, you know, something that they find that they're doing. I mean, uh, Jim Klosterman here uh, is a, a founder of uh, Fretboard, and it's Woo! because he had a passion uh, for, for craft beer, brewing, and for music. So we have Fretboard here. Uh, but this entrepreneur took a little bit of a different path. Right. Instead of him coming up with his own business idea, his own business plan, he bought an existing business. And how he managed to go from a bookstore to a pharmacy. Crazy. Incredible story. Started off as a bookstore, going to sell his own books, authored all of his own stuff, and then said, you know what? Drugs are where the money is. Yes. And therefore, down the path into legal pharmaceuticals, he went. That's it. That's all it takes, folks. You too can start your own drug business. Everybody, yes to drugs. Shout out to the peanut audience. There we go. Uh, let's see. We had Mike from Nine Giant also stop by to talk a little bit about Nine Giant, the fermentorium, the different things that they do. And what I thought was a really cool tie-in with Jason's book to drug story yeah. was all of the beer, the beer names at Nine Giant are based off of book titles as well. Mm-hmm. Something that I was not aware of. Matt Damaris may or may not call me out on that. As it being true or not, yeah, it was a very good conversation. Uh, Mike did say that there are a ton of brewers, local brewers from the other Cincinnati craft beer uh, businesses in the area where Nine Giant is, that it's almost gang warfare day in and day out. Yeah, the constant struggle it, of who's the better brewery, who has the better beer. It's it's a little dicey. It is. It's, it's a, a little, little dicey bit. when you get down there, and then the picture of him, you know the the. You know, you shop now for for a uh, general practitioner, uh, much like a, a dating app. Like you go onto a website and you, you see, you know, their their glamour shots profile picture, and then you're like, ah, I wouldn't mind if that person was touching these things. So you know, click on that person. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this, you've been there, whatever. <laughs> and if you haven't, you will. Just wait till you get to that age. <laughs> so but anyways yeah it's it's it, you 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 see his picture and you're like wow i didn't know he's you know hard like that uh, as far as hardcore i only had a couple other notes on this okay. episode uh first in part of the episode chanel has an absolutely amazing story about how jason helped her to get her covid vaccine uh-huh you can hear where she got shot up again drugs it's it's all it all ties in together it's all legal There was a phenomenal story about how when Jason was fired from his previous job at Walgreens, what he did to keep his clientele to come to the Roselawn Pharmacy. Brilliant boss move. I don't know how he got away with it. The thing is, it's tough for somebody in that pharmaceutical business. Somebody being a pharmacist. And they're they're with a big corporation like that. And then, you know, they, they, they just decide to you know, make cuts or do the best thing for the business, which I, I get in, in a big corporation. Those are, are things that, ha- uh, that happen. They, they happen in, in the craft beer business from the major craft breweries, right? Sure. But uh, it also helped that as a pharmacist, as someone in the drug business, when he moved over to Roseland Pharmacy, the first taste is always free. That's right. Si. Yeah. Si tu de drogas. <laughs> and the last thing that you need to ponder when listening to this episode, is it cheesecake? or cheese steak. And if that confuses you, you need to listen to this episode, episode 20 of the Hustle and Brews podcast with Jason from Roselawn Pharmacy. And also, yeah. Matt Damaris, like I said, uh, he part of 
the part of the reason why uh, he does this is because he himself is an entrepreneur. What is he called? He's a hustler, baby. Brilliant. <laughs> Should we move on to something else that he had a big role in, which is another podcast? Yeah. The Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast, which is more the brainchild of Mark Miller. Yep. But Matt plays a big role in it. Yep. This was, and I kind of want, actually, did I write this down right? This is also episode 20 of this show as well. Oh, okay. Very cool. So, Hustle How about that? Bruce episode 20, Outcast podcast episode 20. This is one where they went down to Fractal Brewing Project in Huntsville, Alabama. What they do for the Outcast podcast is they travel. Oh, Leonard Skinner country. <laughs> exactly. Lots of interesting flags, I guess. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> What, uh, Doesn't Julia call those, um, what do you call those? Hand chickens or something? Oh, hand unicorns. Hand unicorns. Hand unicorns. Free birds. Can you just throw them up when, uh, when you get a little bit upset there? So what the, what the Bruce Traveler Outcast podcast is, it's a group of friends who travel to different breweries, drink the beer, talk to someone from the brewery, and then do a podcast about what the brewery is about, who it is, their favorite beers from that brewery. This one was special, though, because they went down to Huntsville, Alabama to promote Vets and Brews, which is one of Matt Damaris's charities that purchases beers for veterans. I was a little upset that they didn't and, mention... And Fretboard is, Fretboard uh, is a huge a supporter, supporter of, of Vets, Vets and, and Brews. Brews. Yep. If you see the, uh, the flag case right out front, donate $10, $6 goes to buy a veteran a beer, and $4 goes back into the charity. If you see them anywhere, yeah, they make donate the, uh, if you could. It's awesome. The flag boxes. The flag boxes, yep. Yep. They didn't mention much at all about the Vets and Brews part of this trip, so I'm hoping that we get another episode, either Hustle and Brews or the Outcast podcast, where they talk about that. This yeah. episode was 100% about the brewery. It, it was. I mean, and they had a lot to say about themselves. They did. And they, they did. have every right to be proud of what they have accomplished uh, with you know, uh, the fretboard's not a stranger to uh, awards, uh, and they, uh, Fractal Brewing has, has won several awards. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they just had a really interesting story into uh, how the brewery got started. Not only that, um, I mean, the number of breweries in Alabama, craft breweries in Alabama, um, well, Super small. Oh, oh right. do you, do you well, have well, a note well, later? The number, or? Well, about craft breweries, 10 years ago, you couldn't sell any beer in Alabama that was over 5% ABV. Today, the state limit is 13.9%, so Ohio blows Still that out of the low. water. Still too low. Still too low. We need, to, we need to bump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Rookie numbers. Break the ceiling. And they Crack did the seal. And the, uh, the co-owner and head brewer of Fractal Brewing, uh, Robo Robinson, he asked for this to be fact-checked. So I fact-checked this. He said that Huntsville is the second largest city in the U.S. when it comes to federal employees. Ooh. The only stat I could find was from 2018 or the most So you have a stat? stat. I have a stat. Do I you want an intro for it. the stat? Yes. Hold on a second. Who, who should we get for the stat? Let's ask the audience. No, 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 wait. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Hold on. You guys, you guys know Sylvester Stallone, right? Oh, God. Why well, I can't get him, but I can get his brother, Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone's going to introduce Julia's stat of the day. Hey, yo. This is Frank Stallone. I'm here to introduce Julia's stat of the day. And check out my brother's new show on Paramount Plus, where he plays for the first time on television ever, an Italian mob boss in, like, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Check out my music. I was in Saturday Night Fever, my song. Look it up. Oh, my God. Julia. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the, uh, the Thank you, Frank. intro. Thank you, Frank. Cheers. Thank you, Frank. So Huntsville, as of 2018, because, again, that was the most recent statistic I could find, they are the fifth largest when it comes to the number of federal employees that live in the state. Uh, Warner Robins, Georgia, is second. Georgia. 
Yes, they also couldn't remember the baseball-based beer that Sonder Brewing makes at, uh, <laughs> that BC's had on, on Slow Pour. <laughs> Once again, as I do with all the... I'm screaming at, at my car radio, it's freaking Rally Cap, and Marco is losing it here. How did they not know How that? How did they not know Rally Cap? I'm telling they, them. They, they went to Huntsville, Alabama, and left their brain in Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, it was probably because they went to visit Egg Beater Jesus while they were on the trip. Oh, did yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. That's I actually didn't. a real thing. I'm not making that one up. Okay. So look up Egg Beater Jesus. I'll tell you, Touchdown Jesus is still the top. But Egg Beater Jesus, you need to Google Egg Beater Jesus. Yeah, like, like that. <laughs> the, the motion's coming from the audience. <laughs> so no, it, was, it was a two-hour-long episode, but the conversation was incredible the entire way through so yeah it definitely rolled. worth a listen don't let the time of it scare it, you it off. was definitely a two hours it felt like two hours however yeah. you were engaged <laughs> the whole time i mean all right i had i had one more note on this episode and it's actually another multiple choice question because i've been peppering those in oh we're going to get another intro to Julia's okay hold on julia's question. doing another thing <laughs> who do we want to introduce julia's multiple choice question liam neeson Hold on, let me get Liam. <laughs> Liam. Hello. I have a very particular set of skills. That does not include introducing Julia's multiple choice question. So I will be hunting down my agent. And when I find him, I will kill him. Julia. All right. I, I feel a little intimidated now, but I got this. Huntsville, Alabama recently adopted what we call the Dora District. What do they call Dora in Huntsville, Alabama? Is it A, Dora? Is it DDR, the designated drinking zone? B. Or is it C, the purple cup zone? Ah, uh, and I'm here to bring the D, Julia. Oh, I'm giving you good. option D. Give us the D, Mark. Option D is, do they call it? <laughs> oh, he's standing up. This is, oh, jeez. What have you guys done? <laughs> <laughs> so, Julia gave you option A, which is? A was, they call their Dora Zone, the Dora Zone. Dora Zone. Yeah. Uh, B is the DDR, the designated drinking zone. Okay. Or C, the purple cup zone. Or Z. Yeah. I don't know. Alphabets no, it's are hard. D. Beers. D. D. I bring the D. Yes. She brought you A, I B, said, and I said C. R, <laughs> Do you get it? Okay. We're not. You got to listen to find out. We can't, ju- we can't just tell you. No. Can't just tell Our you. Our job is to get you to listen to their shows. That's the whole point of all this. <laughs> You'll learn how to play this game. Oh, yeah, Marky, you never gave him the D. Got to give him your D, man. You oh, said you are uh, going to. Oh, the uh, Recycle Cup District. <laughs> all that for that. I mean, just, just, just like I mean, the... What, what were you expecting? I know. You're, you're always let the down by this guy. District? You know this. I mean, is that what you wanted? Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't you worry. Hold on now. <laughs> Maybe. And they also, they try not to use real names on the show. They had four slip-ups. They did. So they didn't do too bad there for a two-hour episode. So not bad at all. No, good job. Yeah. Good job. Good episode. Yep. And that was episode 20 of the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast. What do you say we move on to a podcast that we actually have a member of in the audience tonight? Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. We, we are talking about the Craft Parenting Podcast. Craft Parenting Pod, everybody. Shout out to Joe, who uh, good old Caroline let him out of the house. Yeah. So he could come here. And, everybody, and it, is, it is the Joe. It is the it Joe. It is the Joe. The Michael. Oh, he is the Michael Jackson of German dancing. <laughs> and his podcast co-host is his wife, don't, don't. Caroline. Wonderful. This is actually a bonus episode that they put out. Episode 74.5, the one with your favorite beer style of all time, Schwartz beers. 
It's great. (laughs) Marco was very, very excited about this one. I feel like in the beginning of the episode, Joe was having absolutely none of Caroline's shit. She was trying to make jokes. She was trying to make puns. And he was like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, we are recording right now. We need to get serious about this stuff. Then I caught a stray somehow. But then, right, but then near the end, holy yeah. cow, I it, don't it, know. I caught a stray. Joe, <laughs> Joe was like, oh, it's, oh it's, Mark, Mark was going to say this about my podcast. And you know what? Fuck you, Marco. <laughs> it's like, hold on a second. Oh, man, they drank up. I didn't even say it yet. Yet. Joe. <laughs> so as you can tell, Marco is the biggest fan of Schwarz beers, and we'll let you talk all about that a little later on. Don't you worry. I'm not going to steal your spotlight. They had a couple different Schwarz beers that they drank on the show. They had one from uh, High, uh, High Grain Brewing. They had yeah. volume from Rebel Metal, yeah. RIP. And they had their own homebrewed Schwarz beer, which they weren't sure if that was what they were going to open or not because no one labeled the bottles. They are homebrewers. And uh, I'm kind of sad that they didn't bring me a Schwarz beer. Instead, I got their Honey Brown, which... Well, it was good. It's no Schwarz beer. <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> totally fine. The fun thing about the Schwarz beer is it was lagered in their, like under their front porch, you know, with all the raccoons yeah. and everything for it's a got that very, very, porch very long time. To it. it had a port wine quality to it, which... Uh, porch wine. Yeah. Not port wine. Got that Thank west you. side under the porch <laughs> terroir. <laughs> Uh, they did a little bit what they always do with their bonus shows where they talk about beer styles is they give you a bit of a history about the beer and the beer style. Schwartz beer almost wasn't a thing, no. apparently. Yeah. It almost went away. And you would have been so sad. You'd been very sad if you would have never had the opportunity to drink a dark lager. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I <laughs> would have been... That, well, that would have been terrible. Well, don't you worry because Caroline brought up an excellent, excellent idea. Oh, good. Cincinnati has Bachfest. Cincinnati has Oktoberfest. Yeah. Cincinnati has Missing Link Fest. It's only natural that Schwarzfest is a thing. And I think that there are a lot of people in the Cincinnati craft beer community. Right here? Right, right here, here at Fredboard Schwarzfest. You, you, you heard it from Jim himself. It is going to happen here. Look, I, I, I may or may not... Love, and I'm I'm not saying I don't like. I may or may not love Schwarzbeers, but I am absolutely a capitalist, and if everyone is going to drink it, we will make it and we will sell it. There we go. She also had a really good idea for the rotation schedule for tanks to ensure that every brewery can continue to create Schwarzbeers in addition to all the other lagers that they produce. Oh, she put out her calendar, essentially, of... Of the cadence of lager tanks. Exactly, exactly. So you know what you all would the get more out there should check they, that out. They, they could. Really should, they, yeah. they should check that out. Yeah. I'm just one. I my thought is, you could have more delicious beer if you just cut out the Schwartz beer. Right. Like you could have something else. But but anyway. But why would you do such a thing? <laughs> Stop me when I lie. I mean, how you know. If Schwartz beer outsells another lager, then then, then there you go. Put oh, it on the enough. put fair it enough. on this production schedule. Let's go. Fair enough. I will say that the last fifteen to twenty minutes of the episode, things went a little bit off the rails. They was de drunk. They was de drunk. They probably called the shift beers drunk line. I don't know if Joe just forgot to hit stop on the recording because we got a little behind the scenes conversation after the outro music, which was an awesome peek behind the curtain. At the lives of Joe and Caroline when they're not recording their yeah. podcast. That's pretty fun. Joe may or may not have crossed the line on something. Well, when they eat and I'm not talking about saying fuck Marco. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, something there, there to was, Caroline. There was a joke that was made, or not even a joke. I'm not sure. A comment that was know. made that uh, maybe that, you know what? I bet that's why Joe's here tonight. Oh, and not Caroline. And not Caroline. <laughs> Joe may have gotten kicked out of the house tonight. He's, he's got a so, room at the he's got a room at the so, extended stay over in Sharonville, folks. All right. So to to kind of stand up for Caroline here, the last note is another multiple choice question. Ah, you Are need to lead into a multiple choice question. Let's do it. Who do you want? I'm just gonna get I'm just gonna get right into it. I don't need an intro. No, wait a minute. You don't one. need an intro. 
Who do you want to do? Well, no, I mean, who do, what, who do I mean? Vladimir? Oh, Vla- okay. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I mean, this so, is true. He did have Vlad earlier. Scott, I'm going to end this up dead. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hold on, let's he's get him. The one, he's the one turning tail and running right now. Hold on, let's get him on the line. Hello. This is Vladimir Putin. I know that many of you are upset with me with some things. We talk about that later, not tonight. <laughs> now save your boo for later. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am going to introduce Julia's multiple choice question and get back to vodka. Julia's multiple choice question. All right. According to Caroline, she stated multiple times in this episode, what's hard? A, searching Wikipedia. B, properly pouring beer. C, words. Or D, not Joe. Julia brought the D. (laughs) Someone has to. Just wait till we get to (laughs) shift beers. (laughs) That's going to be absolutely amazing. That was all that I had for Craft Parenting Podcast this week. Again, they put out a lot of really good shows. A lot of it is content, as the name implies, about parenting, things you can do with your kids, things you can do as families. But they're also home brewers, and they are big fans of the Cincinnati craft brewing community. So they also put out a lot of really great episodes about beer, not just Cincinnati beer, beer styles, breweries that they've been to, and just how to have a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun, and it's really great uh, to know that back over a year ago when we started this podcast, I picked the perfect podcast co-host because my notes match your notes exactly. I know. Like I mean, to the T, exactly. You don't even need my notes. notes. <laughs> All right, Marco. Julia. Are you ready to talk about the Cincinnati Brewcast? The since everyone has to drink. Everyone has to drink. Hey. Cheers, everyone. Everyone has to drink. The actual name of this podcast is the Cincy Brewcast. Oh, there you go. What are you doing, Joe, with an empty glass? empty glass? What is that shit? What is going on here? Joe. Come on. <laughs> there he <is>. Okay. <laughs> ah, cheers. cheers. I gave um, Zane Lamprey a fist bump right here, right there. Night. I was right are there. You, are you going to do it again on the 25th? There's I don't know. Zane we'll see. Right there. Zane Lamprey I got to scan his crotch. <laughs> no, I have my... <laughs> Marco was taking pictures of Zane's crotch. All night. Ooh, I already Zane's have him. joining us on stage. This is amazing. I love it. <laughs> well, he's drinking fretboard beer. How can he not be? Right. There you go. All right, the Cincy Brewcast, where the Gnarly Gnome talked to Shane Trigo from Barleycorn's Brew House. Yep. The, I will say the background ASMR of this episode was not as good as the previous episode, but it was still present, so you got a little bit of a, of a, of a <laughs> Actually, soundscape happening back. Julia. Yes. Did you congratulate the Gnarly Gnome? By the way, folks, the host of the podcast, Cincy Brewcast, is here, the Gnarly Gnome. Yes, he is. I, I just want to say congratulations. Yesterday he was at Swan, uh, he was at excuse me Sons of Toil Brewing in Mount Oreb and won third place in the Joe Burrow Lookalike Contest. Hell yeah, I see it. Congratulations! congratulations I don't see it, man. but congratulations. I mean, there were only he got an empty growler and then a five dollar gift card. I mean, there were only two other people there, so yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Congratulations, no. Uh, it <laughs> Part of this episode, uh, Gnome talked a little bit about the history of his From the Beer Fridge segment, which if you haven't been listening to Cincy Brewcast for a while, you have no idea what the segment is about. So you got to get a little bit of an intro on that. Right. And also, man, this episode started on a bad note with the name of one of Barleycorn Brewhouse's beers. Yeah, that wasn't great. It, uh, it's... I don't even want to say it because the, just the jokes. Okay, the no, this yeah, this is a terrible beer name. It's it's right at the beginning of the of the podcast. It's a cream ale, and they named it Creamy Kitty, which mm, no, no one here, no one here likes it. There are, there are so many 
terrible puns that can be made. According to the gnome, it smelled terrible, and there was nothing worse than a terrible-smelling creamy kitty. It was just low-hanging fruit, which, speaking of low-hanging fruit, shout-out to the gnome. Yeah, sponsored by... with Manscaped. 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 (laughs) Manscaped.com. Promo code gnome. Save 20% and free shipping on your order. Support the gnome, get him some money, and or maybe just another new ball shaver. I don't know. We, I yeah. don't want to know about your balls, dude. I don't want to know about it. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not okay. Fair point. Oh no, Zane. Oh shit. <laughs> Zane liked it. Oh my god. That's his look, uh, by the way. I have a I have a selfie with Zane, and that's his. He's like, he he cranks that look out like, you know, one after the other. Hundred people just. Oh man! Big Space smile. Is frozen like that. Yeah. All right, let's get back to Cincy Brewcast if we okay. can. Creamy so Kitty. Shane was a home brewer before he got into the actual business, a brewery business. Joe kidding. That's uh, crazy. No, Who does that? No one does that. No one does that. And another fun fact is a lot of the recipes that Barleycorn's Brewhouse is using were his recipes. You're kidding. Who does that? No one does that except for the head brewer at a brand new brewery in the Cincinnati area. Yeah. Apparently, he hated home brewing when he first started. His friend had to like drag him into his garage saying, you're going to make beer with me. And yeah. eventually, he just threw up his hands and said, you know what? Maybe I can make some money off of this. And lo and behold, the creamy kitty was born. I, I just, I, I, I can't. I just, I can't. It's Take terrible. it over it. It it's is terrible. terrible. So they did, they did have some really good conversations that had nothing to do with bodily autonomy at all. The style of beer that you're introduced to, or the variant of that style, such as a New England IPA or even a Schwartz beer, can really drive what that drinker thinks the style is. Which I don't think they're wrong. I no, think they're, they're not wrong. With that. The style is the style. The lines between the styles are incredibly gray and blurry anymore. So just because to one person an IPA might be, you know, a milkshake IPA, doesn't mean they're wrong. I, I, I understand the thumbs down in the crowd, but as long as you're drinking local beer, what's wrong with it? Yeah, and... Throughout the conversation, uh, it there were there were you know I, I really want to uh, call out the gnarly gnome for asking some really good questions, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the questions was um, different, not different. I'm going to paraphrase here. I mean, our truth, whatever. Uh, but how do you? have beers for a brew pub and then avoid the uh, 1989 version of beers for a brew pub, right? So, and yet, they have an amber ale. They love an amber ale. And, okay, good. And they they elaborate on that a little bit. And one thing that I I find, too, is uh, it just stuck out to me was that he said he was uh, surprised, pleasantly surprised, or this, this was uh, uh, better than he expected. Um, I don't, I, I think I would, and this is, you know, we can talk about this after the, after the show, uh, but in what way? I mean, how is it different than what you expected? Uh, Barley Corns is a, is a name, Oh, come on. It's, come on, bud. Come on. Whatever. <laughs> All right. We are getting the gnarly we'll do it. up here. We'll do it. Why not? do a little conversation about this. The stairs are over there. It's like he's never been here before. Hey, everyone. It's a gnarly gnome. Hey, hey. The beer didn't suck. That's what surprised me. Like, the beer was actually drinkable and, like, tasty, and it was, it was good. Um, Better than oh, that, normal. That was far underwhelming. Better, better than what I expect a chain brew pub to be, because yeah, we, we, we've we've gotten kind of jaded to what um, that can turn into. Like it, it can get kind of uh, bad. Like uh, 
Mass produce big beer. No, I I think it's just stodgy. You know, it, it can be it can be stodgy. It can be um, if every if every beer you have on tap is got to play the hits, and I don't mean that it's that it's I got to put this on because it's so fantastic. It's got to play the hits of like. You know, I need the I need the blonde ale. I need well, the stout. I need not the- even not even that for me. Like it was there was there's definitely some of that happening. There was there was out of the beers that we tried, there were probably four hoppy beers and maybe two kind of non hoppy beers. Like that still happens. Like it's still there, but they all tasted good and to style, which I think we're losing. All right, I'll go. I'll, that's, I'll go that's, next that's, year. That's that's the best I can do. Okay. Julie. Well, good. I'm, uh, you know, that I'm near Putin. <laughs> I'll go next year. I'm, I'm, I'm a little busy. I'm just busy. Yeah. So one thing listening to a lot of podcasts. Got a new gig, so I, I'll, maybe I'll go next year. One thing that was touched on at several points during this episode that they never elaborated on, so it did leave me hanging, much like gnomes balls and manscaped apparently. Hell. <laughs> is they kept mentioning another location. Yeah. Our other location, the second location, you know, the next place. And that was never elaborated on, so I'm going... It's under construction, what? isn't it? Are they, are they just not allowed or not wanting to talk about now it? You don't want you don't have any say we now? We don't have... Oh, okay. Okay, so you just, you just wanted to tease everyone in your show about upcoming... <laughs> Gnome hasn't had enough beers tonight to, uh, to divulge all of his secrets. Multiple locations. Okay. Multiple locations. All right. All right. It was a good episode. Good I luck, really multiple locations on a five-barrel system. Yeah. Sorry to talk over you, Julia. <laughs> all good, sir. But all good. Multiple locations, five-barrel system. Multiple. Sounds like you're bringing in a lot of beer from other places. Hey, got to find a way to pay for that creamy kitty. <laughs> Don't write a check. Don't write right. a check. Marco, do you have As one any, of the former mayors of Cincinnati found out. Do you <laughs> Do you have any other notes on this episode of I'm going to do it. The Cincinnati Brewcast? Let's drink. Let's drink. Cheers. Cheers. I'm about to be out of a beer though, Julia. Well, we only have shift beers to get through, so we are running through this pretty oh, quick, shit. so all right. Do you do you want to get another beer before we do that, or have someone maybe run you up a beer? Someone could run me a beer. That'd be great. All right. All right. I'm good. I'll get one after this. I'm good. Yeah, sure. A Vladimir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> someone end up dead. Man. Great service here at Fredboard when you're on stage. I try. Drove everybody out of here with that Vladimir impression. Yeah, I think I think it did. We went from like twelve people in here to like three, and that's not counting our, our table of friends. But we appreciate everyone that's still sticking around to uh, to yeah. listen to us, whether they want to or we not. We have a very the our, the breadth of our show is very uh, is very wide and very deep. It's just meet the teacher night. So yes, so a lot of people are are talking yeah. with their their children's teachers. Yeah. All right, so let's get into, do you want to wait for your beer? you want to go ahead and jump into shift beers? So I can cut out the silence? No, let's do it. All right. Shift beers, episode 97. Hey! Happy birthday to them. It is two-year two anniversary. Two years of shift beers debauchery. Two-year anniversary for shift beers. And they didn't tell us about it ahead of time, so we weren't able to bring them, you know, a cake or a card or anything like that. So you guys missed out. But that's all right. Their j- drinking segment was not more than 50% of the episode, which hey. is pretty awesome. I love the j- drinking segment, though. I know that we give you guys a lot of shit about it, but it is so much fun. The stories that you guys tell about what you drank the previous week, the places you went the previous week. I think, Marga, you said it yourself. It could be its own show. It, it could, could be its own mini show it on really could. What, what you've done. And the way you guys tell tell the tale of what you what you were drinking the past week is is incredible the, and yes and and by saying tell the tale it's like the 
the line of uh, content is always understood that going ahead and telling whatever it may be is content and good content, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, that that's what you get out of the drinking segment. And, you know, and a lot of times there's uh, a crossover camaraderie where some of the members were experiencing this together, at least for some of the days from the previous week. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's not. Um, and every week there's a... a uh, a section where you know Anik, who uh, I don't think has been on in in a long time, uh, not in a while. Yeah, very uh, long uh, time. Anik makes an, an appearance in a story, uh, so maybe it's time to bring Anik back on. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. As part of the drinking, Chris did the not urban artifact trick or treat seltzer mix pack. Yeah, it sounded like he got a duplicate beer, or I'm sorry, a duplicate seltzer in the pack. So I don't know if he got the the full experience. But no, but if, if there's been a couple of podcasts, ours included, mm-hmm. and um, was it Cincy Brewcast? Or he, Cincy Brewcast Gnome did a uh, YouTube video on yeah on the Urban Artifacts. Seltzer, oh, it was the Jungle Gems one that was. Oh, that's um, right, Jungle Gems International podcast did it. That wasn't I. We we talked about it because that's what we do is talk mm-hmm. about the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcast. I didn't love the execution of how they went around the uh, the mix pack for Halloween. Mm-hmm. there was a lot of spoilers. There was a lot of spoilers, and I, and, and I think they I think they really pride themselves on being able to to put out uh, content that is exactly the way that they wanted it to happen. And I think they missed that because they intentionally blocked out pieces. But not enough. But they didn't block out enough to hide what you were about to experience. Right. And, I'm, and I really hope that Chris enjoyed his experience with it. And I would love to have him talk a little more either on or off mic, maybe after Halloween, about his experience with the Trigger Tree Mix Pack because we had a lot of fun when... Well, okay, fun in air quotes. Don't give me that look. It was fun. No, it was a good time. <laughs> we a had good a good time. time. We did. The only thing that would have made it better, because we recorded Higher Gravity on that day, Higher Gravity Summit Park, shout out to them, uh, who is, um, yeah, Blue Ash. It was our uh, <laughs> sort of host at the moment, not yeah. today, but you know, sort of regular host at the moment. Um, but we had a great time. The only yes. thing that would have made it more fun is if uh, Annie could have uh, participated. Because producer, producer Annie uh, was there, and uh, they, you know, she was seeing what we were pouring and what it looked like, and then she, she taking in what it smelled out. like, yeah. and then. Uh, but yeah, uh, pretty soon she'll be able to, you know, uh, to join us. To join us. Yes. So. So back to shift beers, we had a Brian the Brewer guy segment where yeah. he taught everyone about what cryo hops actually are. <laughs> are Josh, you going to do this? Brian the Brewer guy? You going to give us a jingle or now you're saving that one? All right. So, Yeah, beer, 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 beer. <laughs> you got to listen to Shift Beers to get a hold of yes, that one. Yes, that was a beer, good one. Beer, and beer, I am beer. so incredibly proud of Chris in particular. They almost always have one or two little pieces of trivia that they're like, we don't remember what this, what the name of this was, what this was about. And again, I'm screaming, this is what it is. They were talking about the little foam balls and the slime from like the 90s. Floam! And Chris remembered. I was so incredibly happy about that. Something that I'm not happy about, Josh, this is directly at you. You enjoy good food, but you don't want to cook good food. You don't want to waste the time. You know what you need, not sponsored? You need HelloFresh. And I can give you a free box code. HelloFresh. If you would like to sponsor us, let us know. Hit us up. We'll tell you how to do that at the end of the show. (laughs) Well, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? You mean I have to reach out to them? What's up with that? That's bullshit. What's up with that? Bullshit. What's up with that? (laughs) All right. So, Marco, I have a question for you. Okay, Julia. Hold on. Wait a minute. you listen to this episode, okay. I'm ready. You ready? All right. If you listen to this episode, this would be potentially an easy question to answer. 
Would you rather go to Target with Chris or Ikea with Josh? That's... Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. God. And if you listen to the, to the episode, the stories about both of their experiences... Oh, my God. It's, it's a hard decision. Uh, I don't know which one would be better, which one would be worse. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, you have to answer. But I want you to think about it. No, I'm going to oh. think about it. All right. You'll get no, you know what? at the end of the segment? No, you know what? I'm going to answer because I'm a Ooh. man, damn it. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to answer. At I'm going to go to Ikea. All I'm going right. to have some meatballs, damn it. <laughs> We're going to fucking clean them out of them damn meatballs. Clean meatballs! Oh, Woo! My God. oh, my God. Woo! This is a terrible idea. <laughs> That's what Jim's thinking. Uh, yeah, Jim's just like, what did we, what did I do? What, what happened? As long as we're talking about balls, it's fine. As long as we're talking about balls, okay. So, so speaking of Promo balls. Promo code gnome. So, <laughs> so speaking of balls, or maybe not. Okay. This is another multiple choice. I had to do it. Oh! Last one, I oh, promise. Are we going to intro? Are we going to yeah. intro the multiple choice? Yeah, we got, we got to have Morgan Freeman. We've got to do Morgan All Freeman. All right, hold on. Let's get Morgan. Calling him up. Get him on the line. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Just call on Morgan Freeman. He's not happy. Oh, I'm not good. Hello. This is Morgan Freeman. Marco called me to introduce Julia's multiple choice questions. I narrate some of the best Planet Earth videos. And this putz called me to introduce Julia's multiple choice questions. Well, here I am. Don't at me, Julia. You may start now. <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. I appreciate it. Thank you, Morgan. What? Thank you, Morgan. I, I know, I know. This is all on me. What did Brian get for his Crocs? A, Spurs. B, Nuts. Nice and fresh. Thank you to Manscaped. Or C, a green pepper-shaped Croc pin. Ah, I'm going to give you the D. Option D. <laughs> Option D, rainbow flag pins for the Crocs. There we go. All right. So that's a good set of potential options. Only one of them is right. Listen to the episode to find out because it was pretty spectacular the way that he went into it. They had some absolutely amazing beers on this show, but they kept going back to the Honey Brown, like over and over and over. Yeah. All of the... It's one of my nicknames yeah, in high but school. I mean, normally during your episodes, you're like, man, the shifty was good, but then this beer that this guy knows what I mean. Episode <laughs> was even better. So Honey Brown ruled the day for their birthday episode. I'm yeah. glad they had a good one. And did you catch that there is potentially going to be an episode of Shift Beers? With our favorite shift beers guest, uh, Jeff, Jeff from, from Lagunitas. I cannot wait. Is that going to be a regular episode, a Patreon episode, regular episode so everyone gets to listen? Oh, my God. That was, hands down, one of my favorite episodes of all time. I believe, I believe you had Jeff in the name of your show title for that first episode. So look it up. If not, I'll try to remember to put it in the show notes. What episode? The very first episode? Was it called Jeff Okay, that's what I thought. Look up the episode Jeff from Lagunitas. It was amazing. They have never had a phone call to a brewery go any better than that one. And I am beyond excited that A, he remembered that call. And B, that he wants to be on their show. Yeah. Yeah. Anheuser. For those who can't hear, uh, <laughs> for those who can't hear, Josh from uh, 
shift beer said Anheuser-Busch is about to block his number. Yeah, they, and, they and, like to call yeah, places. That's not a lie. No. So you have three other people as shift beer's members. So there are three more numbers that you have to run through before you guys have to get burner phones. Google Voice, get new, uh, new numbers all the time, and it is going to be amazing. Man, we are clearing this place out, Julie. Are. are they getting ready to close? Uh, you know, maybe. No? <laughs> well, they good thing I close? only have a oh, few God. more notes no, on this. There is nothing worse <laughs> Shit, than... Shit, we are terrible. Jeez. There's nothing worse than a goose in your nose, which I wasn't even aware that that was a style, so I get to learn something. Yeah, a goose in your it nose. Could have been a goose in your nose. Nothing worse. It is a good band name. Shit Beers also comes up with excellent band names. The end of this episode was even more ridiculous than it normally is. Yeah. They had had beers and it showed, but they were having a great time, so it was another really fun episode to listen to, and I am so excited for them to have hit that two-year podcast anniversary mark, so happy birthday. I mean, are you just not going to say, are you not going to say at all anything about the end of the show? I'm I'm leaving that up to you. Are you serious? I'm, like, I'm serious. All they did was talk about Beth's dick for like 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just dropped it down there. They just talked to me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like Thor. Yeah. Hey, Beth's a boss. For sure. She holds that team together. For sure. 100%. Shout out to Beth over there. Shout out to Beth in, in the back corner. She doesn't want anyone to know she's here, but we, we see you. Cause she, we you see know, you back there. She's taking it easy during the week. All right, Marco, we have one more thing from Shift Beers that we do every single time we get to recap an episode of theirs. Would you like to introduce anyone that's still here and anyone that's still listening to the burp count? Yeah. Ah, yes, Julia, the burp count. Ah, the burp count. So, uh, I'm, since there's uh, newcomers, I'll go ahead and introduce it. So, Back when Julie and I started the podcast, there was one podcast we decided there was going to be a, a drinking game involved with. Yeah. That, that podcast was Shift Beers. And here's what you do every time you hear an audible burp on Shift Beers, you take a drink. And we here at Truth Beer and Consequences, we add up all of those drinks. And then we let you know based off of an average sample of two ounces per drink. And don't at me. It's two ounces. That's what we're using. You That's what we're sticking to. Two ounces per drink. We'll let you know how many total pints or uh, to, uh, total ounces. How many stains? Oh, that's How many half. total ounces and then how many pints you'd have to drink if you were doing the drinking game along with shift beers. And now to the best co-host in podcast landia, Julia has your totals. For episode 97 of shift beers. There were a total of 64 audible burps, which translates to 128 ounces of your favorite beverage, Okay, which is eight pints of your your drink of choice. So you are having a hell of a good time by the end of this episode. I think your Josh already broke that. I think he did too. My Josh is at the bottom of his second stein, and he is loving it. So that's six. 3.78 3.78 liters. Thank you, no. Thank you, producer David, who just showed up out of nowhere and finally decided to chime in and help us with our episode. Really appreciated it. That's all we have for Shift Beers, and that is all that we have for all of this week's podcast. I can't believe that when we get together, uh, usually on a Tuesday, wherever we're at, we got four or five podcasts. We shut the damn place down. And uh, today, we whipped through them in like an hour. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I don't, we weren't taking beer breaks. That's, I don't that's, know, that is I don't know how that happened. I really yeah. don't. We had, uh, we had people bringing us beer. That's true. So we didn't need to take that's beer true. breaks. Uh, however, uh, if you're new, as we're recording this, if you're uh, new to the podcast, thank you for finding us. If you've been with us a long time, Truly appreciate your listenership and your support. Thank you to everybody here at Fretboard Brewing yes, for thank you. putting up with, you know, I mean, what you had to do and if, <laughs> since you were here. If uh, you had fun, we have stickers at the front of the stage. Come yeah, grab one or two. Absolutely. And what's next, Julia? 
Well, I'm going to let you guys know how you can support us outside of taking some of our stickers. You can follow us on social media. We are at Truth Beer Pod everywhere. All of our episodes are posted in audio-only format to YouTube, so you can listen to them there. Uh, you can like, subscribe, review, share, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your dogs, tell your coworkers, tell your kids, tell everyone about our show. If you would like to monetarily support us, truthbeerpod.com. We have a nice blue support us link. If you have a complaint about the show, however, send those to at RagingHop on Twitter. He will compile them and let us know. And we have a couple of those complaints to end our show with. Ah, Julia, strap it on. We have some complaints. All right, Mark, you want to get started? I mean... Manscaped.com. Use promo code GNOME. <laughs> All right. I have some complaints. What, what happened? What I do? What I happened? No, nothing's happening. I'm just strapping it on. Okay. Could end the show with a bang. All right. We're, do, we're doing great here. <laughs> at. <laughs> at. <laughs> 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 Just, just thrust it out to them. Just, 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 just get it on out to them. Get Add some, Brian some, uh, spelled right. A B R Y A N S P E L L E D right. So Brian still spelled wrong in that name. Okay. What the hell. Anyway, what do you say? Right. He said, "Fuck you, Trooper Pod." Dude. That was rough. All right. That was rough. I mean, right. did we deserve that? I don't think so. All right. At GlitterFree69. Hey, now. Every episode title sounds exciting, but every time I listen, I die a little more inside. That's fair. That's fair. Not wrong. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like we're living that. All right. <laughs> you know? Hey. I don't know. Because, because that gem of an episode might might happen. It might and that's what I'd say is that if this is your first episode, uh, please continue to listen. At some point, we'll get better. If not, you're still listening, so we win. Uh, let's see. At Happy Grains. So that's G-R-A-I-N-Z-Z-Z, which means I guess he likes to get put to sleep. Um, let's see. So Happy so Grains. So that, is that like Happy Grains? Is that the opposite of Raging Hop? Could be. Could be. So, huh? could I be. I mean, similarities. Anyway. <laughs> happy Greens. Uh, <laughs> it's not Happy Greens bag. That'd be a... Hey, now! <laughs> Manscaped.com. <laughs> Where's the Truth Beer Pod drunk line? All the cool podcasts have one now. Not wrong. Not You're not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. Only one gets, I Actual guess, calls guys. that get mm-hmm. put to air, All right, apparently. Then I, then I had two more complaints here. So Yeah, you get hung up on, right? Pretty much. Joe, Michael Jackson of German <laughs> dancing needs to be treated right. with more respect than that. We, we treat Joe with more respect than that. We let him finish his episode, then tease him. All right, the last two complaints that we were given... Uh, this one's from at Stouts with a Dude. Uh, great podcast, but have you guys ever had Bourbon County? Because I love that stuff. Also, here's a link to join my Facebook group. All right. And he didn't even leave the link to join the Facebook group, so I don't know what's up with that. Okay. And the last one that we had is from at Cincinnati Beer Audio Show. Love what you guys are doing, but I think you could do better by adding national beer news to some of your episodes. Also, use code GNOME at manscaped.com. There we go. So, there we go. <laughs> Everyone here Woo! and all of our listeners, thank you so much for putting up with us for another amazing episode of Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So, uh, thank you to Fretboard for hosting us today. Uh, thank you for inviting us. And uh, to any podcast that listens to our podcast that's about... Uh, Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast. I just want you to know we are the number one podcast that uh, recaps Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast. Hell yeah. The the other thing is that I the other thing is that I know uh, Fretboard is is uh, wanting to get back and doing uh, podcast Mondays 
at least uh, you know once a month or twice a month or something like that. So please, if you are a, a, a podcast uh, that is interested, um, should you board. should you wait till fretboard reaches out to you like we did? I don't know. <laughs> probably not. Hey, it's Reach all out to we them. Found the t- hey, we found their tablecloth, and that started this whole thing in motion. Right. Right. Yes. Yes, we found the tablecloth. for life. (laughs) So uh, thank you to all of you who have been listening today. Thank you for all of you in attendance. Julia, what are you doing next week? I'm going to be listening to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts, and I'm going to be meeting up with you to talk about them. Sounds great, Julia. I will do the same. Cheers, everyone. See you next weekend. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Thank you, everyone. No.